All right, guys, welcome. Welcome to another episode of Unfiltered Podcast. Thank you for joining us again today. Basil and Eric here. We're going to have an amazing show today. Let's get it. time i look at that i'm actually so proud of us man <laughs> we're updating slowly very slowly. <clears throat> yeah if you guys knew uh how long this shit takes man it takes a long like just building the whole podcast two weeks in and um i'm just really proud of us man yo y'all ready first trauma tuesday <laughs> yeah guys welcome to trauma tuesday we wanted to switch it up with you guys so trauma tuesday for us is basically going to be uh touching on trauma obviously um, you know, we'll go into personal shit. I'll go into my personal shit. You don't have to, but, um, and we'll, we'll watch some, uh, reaction clips that people were sending to us. Um, we're just going to keep it real with you guys, man. Uh, cause I feel like a lot of people, especially in the YouTube space, they don't touch on this. I feel like every single person goes through anxiety or depression and just, you know, they're dealing with trauma and shit like that. So we're going to touch into that. Uh, shout out to everybody that's in the chat already. Uh, I see what's that? Victor Mel and Smugly and uh, my boy, you're in there too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so as people get to uh, to trickle in, bro, we can we can start talking about it ourselves. So, what 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 does trauma mean to you, bro? Trauma to me, man, that's a very broad thing. I don't know, like trauma. What is the definition of trauma? Honestly, I don't even. I don't really All right, so trauma for me is uh, is like going through a. Uh, a situation in your life that affected you so much that that should traumatize you. You know what I mean? Like there, there's also still like, kind of like PTSD. Like, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I would say PTSD is related to trauma. I feel like I don't, you would have to break me down, like sit here and try to ask me questions to try to find that. There's nothing off the top of your head that you can there's think of right now. That one thing, uh, um, when I was running my PT test, uh, when I broke my leg in mm -hmm. the military, mm -hmm. I thought it was my knee just cracking. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, every time I run, I'm scared, like my, my leg starts hurting and I'm scared to run. So mm -hmm. I stop. And that's like, I guess, I don't know if that's trauma or like PTSD. I just think about that popping sound. Mm -hmm. I stop. I'm like, fuck no, I'm not doing this. You know? Yeah. I mean, realistically speaking, I guess you could kind of count that as PTSD. You know what I mean? It's just like a, like a memory thing for you. Uh, it's kind of like, let's say if someone was to like have a car accident. Yeah. And then they go into a car again and then they're like, um, holy shit, like I'm scared to get into another car accident. That's kind of like PTSD. Like you like you're it's always on the back of your mind now. Uh, but for me, trauma is more so like, you know, for me personally, my trauma comes from like my childhood. Uh, you know, I was ripped away from my family when I was a kid. Uh, I was about to turn seven. Okay. So I was six years old, about to turn seven, got ripped away from my family. 
I didn't know, never met my father, hadn't met my mother yet. Um, I was living with my grandmother. And then when I came to this country, uh, meeting everybody for the first time, that shit was like very traumatic. On top of some other shit, like I, I fell off a car over there when I was a kid. That shit was traumatic because I almost lost my leg. Um, okay, for people that don't know, where are you from? So I was born in Washington, D.C. Okay. Uh, my mom actually immigrated to this country when she was pregnant with me. So when she got to this country, um, you know, she didn't have any papers. Back then, it was really tough. I mean, it's tough now, but it was, like, really tough back then. And um, she didn't have a job. So, you know, God bless her for going hard like that. But when she had me here, she couldn't take care of me. So even though I was born in, the, I, in my opinion, the, the strongest city in the world, Washington, D.C., um, I, I couldn't stay here. So they sent me back to El Salvador. Well, essentially, I was... I was probably made in El Salvador, if we're being honest. Yeah. I was probably conceived over there. You know what I mean? <laughs> so they sent me back over there. and um, But you're technically a U.S. citizen, though. I am a, yeah, I am, I'm a U.S. citizen literally just barely because... You were just born here. I was born here. U.S. land. Yeah, I remember I spoke to my mother one time, and she was telling me that... Because she had to immigrate through, like, all those countries. Yeah. And she was telling me how when she got to Mexico, her, like, her stomach was hurting. Like, she, she thought she was going to give birth to me. So once she made it into Texas, you know, you're officially in U.S. like property now. Yeah. And then she somehow made it, waited till I got to like Washington, D.C. And I think it was about a day or two later I was born. And that's that's luck. W mom. W you know what mom. I mean? That's luck. But then um, again, like I said, she didn't have any papers. She didn't have a job. She didn't have a support system here. So she had to send me back to the one person that she knew was going to take care of me. That was my grandmother. So I grew up over there. And, you know, it, it's just, it's different over there. Was it there. rough? Um, I don't really remember because I was a kid. Mm. But um, it was peaceful from what I remember. I mean, obviously you have like, over there, El Salvador is like, there's a lot of gangs over there. Like MS-13 is famous over there. You know what I mean? Um, they're famous over here, but they're really famous over there because that's where they originated. I think they originated in Cali, but like the people from over there started it. Um, over there, bro, it's crazy. Like they'll hop on a bus, and they'll they'll like try to rob you if you, if you like try to fight like in the movies. They actually like cut your head off. Damn. Yeah, that's just crazy over there. Those, yeah. Got machetes yeah, they got. They don't there. really believe in guns over there. They got guns, but like they. So it's like true violence over there. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's true like, violence. It's like actual like. Uh, not fighting. It's no, no, it's like we're gonna. They want to like cut your arm off type shit. You know what I mean? They're trying to prove a point. Yeah, yeah. They're they're more. It's kind of like uh, I've always wondered why. Um, like in the Japanese movies or just like the Asian movies, you know how they use like swords? Yeah. That's more personal. Yeah. Like anyone can shoot somebody. But more honor into, uh, in it too. Yeah. It takes like a real, you know. Real, to go up to yeah. and somebody. Yeah. So so when I, so like I said, when I came to this country, uh, I was a U.S. citizen, so I could fly back and forth. But I, I met my mother for the first time when I was about, when I was turning seven. And, you know, that's kind of like where my trauma started. Uh, you know, uh, she was with a, a guy who was like very, um, it was very like he was a physic he was physically abusing i mean like beating us up punching us smacking us mm. and mind you i just came to this country so I, I didn't know anybody so and you didn't know english when you came here i did not my first language was, was actually spanish okay and now i speak spanish but my my first language yeah. now is english is that because uh there wasn't a lot of spanish speakers where you were or just what happened 
they just fade out. What do you mean? Like when I got here? Yeah. Nah, bro. When you when you come here, the first thing they do is they throw you into Esau. Okay. You know what Esau I've is? I've heard that in like in school. Yeah, yeah. School, right? So they, they throw have... you into Esau. You're, yeah. you, literally, immediately, you're learning English. And then what happens is you're in, you're in school more than you are with your family. Yeah. Right? Because you're in school all week. You're with your family on a weekend. And then you're just constantly being fed English. And also, um, I was young enough still to where like at that age, bro, was, you can you, pick shit up quick. real quick. Yeah. You were like, in your uh I think when you're young, it's you're in your beta stages. Yeah. In your mind. Yeah. So you could just pick up everything. You're like a sponge. Yeah, like, exactly. They said that kids can learn like up to like four or five languages like this if you yeah. just teach them. Because it's, it's just like they they absorb everything. So I learned English very like you couldn't tell that I didn't speak English at ever you know what i mean like i speak it so well now but um but yeah that's exactly what happened i came to not for me that's what trauma is trauma is going through something at a young age and like even now still not knowing how to sometimes deal with it like a lot of my anger came from my trauma you know and it's something that people don't really like to talk about because a lot of times people don't know how to talk about it you know and it, and it's also it takes a level of vulnerability to fucking be open with be it. open and be like yeah man i went through this shit because like especially for for men bro you're you're scared to get judged yeah you know what i mean like you're like damn bro if i if i tell them this they're gonna laugh at that shit or they they're might think this yeah they might think really that or it just like as a man you have to like have a certain type of image in society mm-hmm. you know what i mean and it's like well you don't want to appear weak and what and this is what women i think women i know men understand this more than women this like you know how women are like, oh, I want you to be vulnerable. Yeah. But as men, bro, when we're vulnerable, that shit makes us look weak. Yeah. And Honestly, like, it, it feels weak. Like, yeah. I don't like doing that. It's, yeah. I feel don't feel masculine. I don't feel like a man anymore. No. Nah, and and it's but but then so what happens and you, you have to hold that shit inside and then you become angry. You become resentful. You know, you're you're just mad at everything, bro. So um, anybody in the chat, if anybody in the chat can can relate to that, man. Uh, definitely uh, give us your two cents on that. But yeah, for me, that's what trauma means. You know what I mean? And I, I'm really glad that we were dedicating like a day out the week to talk about this. Yeah. Because like I said, everybody in the chat or everybody in the world has gone through trauma. Um, and 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 one shape where, you know, in some shape or form, bro, they've they've gone through it. You you that's why I asked you earlier. You're like, I was like, yo, what what comes to your mind? You're like, yeah, I, I you know, had a situation with my, with my leg. Mm. Like, bro, that's not really trauma. I'm, yeah, talking, I, I'm talking about, like, trauma where, like, you went through some shit and you're like, yeah, bro, that shit fucked me up. Like, for me, when I was a young kid, I, I saw one of my friends get killed. That's traumatic. When you see a friend get killed in front of you and you see that person struggling to breathe air, mm-hmm. like, that breath that you just took, and that person couldn't take that shit, that's traumatic, bro. That shit changes your fucking mind. Trying to fucking hold that person while they're trying to breathe and then you literally feel their life leave. Yeah. That's traumatic. You know what I mean? Um, seeing their all white t-shirt um, turn completely red, mm-hmm. holding their head because you're trying to like...
from there. Is the audio back? She's good. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, don't worry. While we're, you know, setting up, uh, we have a special guest, Savannah. Her link will be in the description. <laughs> the GOAT. Uh, don't worry. Can you read some chats for us? If, if there is any. You had this plan all along. Okay, go ahead. I got you. Gotta do the camera. Yeah. David Jones, all people who have trauma, which is why men generally speaking prefer women with a lower body count. Women with a high body count have a higher risk of sex related trauma and most men can't handle it. Damn, that's a fact. I never thought it uh thought of it like that. I think for me it's I don't like showing my emotions. I'm a very logical person. So I don't like showing my emotions. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. everything to the side. Be because Savannah was putting her headphones on, can you reread that real quick? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Because that actually makes a lot of sense. I've never heard anybody put it yeah, in those terms. My mind. All people have trauma, which is why men, generally speaking, prefer women with a lower body count. Women with a high body count have a higher risk of sex-related trauma, and most men can't handle it. What do you think about that? I don't think men can handle knowing that their woman has sex with anybody. <laughs> Damn, that's Honestly. true. That's true. So, Even if it's if it's one or ten, I'm still thinking, "Damn, she right. fucked this other yeah. guy." Yeah. But why are we different. like that, bro? Because I, I'm territorial, bro. I don't want like you know what I'm saying. I know, but, but a girl okay. is mine. Okay, she, but here's it belongs the, to me. But here's the thing, though, right? She she brings up a good point because. Like we know, any girl that's had sex with over ten guys, we're like, uh. Uh, yeah. But then, if one girl was like, you know what, I had one guy, we're still gonna be yeah, bothered exactly. over that shit. Facts. So like, why, bro? I don't know if I'm bothered for one uh, one guy or ten guys, because if it's just one guy, she's gonna keep trying to uh, compare me to that one guy. Yeah, it's like, damn, is he better or is he better? It's like versus. That's true. That's true. Yeah. All right. Um. Sorry, but yeah, so I, I agree with that, though, as far as like uh, the more sexual partners that a woman has, the more trauma she has. Honestly, I mean, she's been with so many different people. And, and if she's not with them anymore, then clearly there was some type of trauma there. Yeah. Right. For girls, I feel like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, sex is more emotional. So every time you have sex, you're giving your energy to someone. Yeah, but I think in the city, it's a lot different. I think that's like the normal, like... um. I mean, a lot of sex that goes on in Miami here has to do with drugs and drinking and pressure Okay. and money. Definitely money. So I think a lot of the sex here isn't emotional. Oh, so you but think sex in general is emotional. You're yeah. basically saying they're trying to get one up. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I, to promote their status in any, uh, any way possible. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually think um, uh, drugs is a, is a way that people deal with trauma. Right? It Be is. Because it's like, People are trying to escape, bro. There's there's a a huge reason why people drink so much alcohol, because they want to numb that shit down. You know, they want to numb down their trauma. So, uh, Savannah, you know, she just came in. Shout out to her. Um, she she doesn't know that we're on on today's episode. We're basically just talking about trauma. So, um, you don't have to talk about trauma if you don't want to. But we you know we we have videos we're gonna react to. Um, the chat's gonna go ahead and um chime in as well and then also um we're talking about some of our trauma so um Amar, do you want to read some chats real quick yeah, we got a couple um 
So Smoogie says, Eric, it's Rody. Reply to my DM. We were talking about the photo shoot. Uh Rody, what's up, brother? Uh yeah, I got a whole bunch of DMs, bro. I definitely um I definitely reply to you, bro. Um, someone asked, I saw it, but I can't see it right now. Oh yeah. David Jones says, Eric, have you ever seen a therapist? Have I ever seen a therapist? I have I have, bro. I, I did just recently. It was bullshit, wasn't it? It's bullshit. It was bullshit. <sighs> uh, okay, so that's a good question. I did I did go. And um I don't know. I I feel like I wanted to give it more like at least three times to like see if it actually worked. Cause when you go the first time, you really don't know what to expect. But um yeah, it feels weird talking to somebody that you don't really know. Also, somebody that that just has some type of degree in studying it, mm-hmm. like they don't haven't even been through probably most of the things that people go in for therapy for. Mm-hmm. So I think it's better for us to talk to somebody that's like a peer, or somebody that understands what we're going through, mm-hmm. somebody in our group. Have you been to therapy? Yeah, I don't know. You haven't? No. You would never go. I think music helps me more. Really. Have I you mean, been there? No, 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 no. But in therapy, where they ask you questions, they want you to talk about what's happened. It feels like they're analyzing you. Like they're like, okay, they're trying to find like what led to where you're at. You know what I mean? Yeah. I went twice. I think they ask you questions you don't think about yourself or questions yeah. they assume because we as individuals, we're not like, oh, why am I acting like this? You know, we're just like, oh, we're doing this because blah, blah, blah. But we're not actually thinking about it. Right. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I mean, but. I tried it, you know. Uh, someone says, um, sounds great. Someone says Savannah. Uh, shout out to Savannah. Hello, Savannahs. <laughs> uh, she got fans. Great combo today. Yeah, thanks a lot, Conceited. Um, all right, so we're going to play uh, <laughs> We're gonna play some clips. And um, we're, we'll go ahead and react to those as well. Yo, I think that's Tiger. Yeah, that's what he says. <laughs> Tiger, bro. Oh, it's too hot in there. Because I just walked in. <laughs> ah. All right, bro, go ahead. Let's play this one. They're traumatized. One of the ways they, they cope with it is to soothe themselves, and then that's where addictions come in. But another way to cope would be is if you get the message that you're not good enough, that you are not worthy enough. Then you might spend the rest of your life trying to prove that you are. And how do you do that? By being very nice to everybody. By never saying how you feel, because they might not like how you feel. By never expressing healthy anger when somebody's crossing your boundaries. By working too hard to prove that you're worthwhile. When children are traumatized, one of the ways they cope. Damn. <clears throat> All right, what do you guys think about that? Damn, I found some something I found myself. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. That was that, the first video. You know, shout, and shout out to the people that sent me that. Like we have people that actually sent me these videos. And um, so shout out to you guys. But yeah, that, that video, I watched it uh when someone sent it to me, and I was like, holy shit, bro. I, yeah, I learned so much from it. It was like what 30 second video. Yeah. I learned a lot about myself in that video. Personally, me, um, I didn't my father wasn't really in my life. My mother, she's on the older side. Mm-hmm. So as a kid, I didn't really have anyone, like, I guess, like, to play with. I mean, I have my brother and my sister. But, you know, like, sometimes you want to hang out with your parents to do fun things with your parents. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, I didn't get that opportunity. Mm-hmm. I think one one time I uh, I was just so mad that, like, I didn't get to hang out and play with my mom outside. Mm-hmm. I just hid under the bed for a whole day. 
literally <laughs> hit under the bed, like in the way they didn't know where I was. I was just sitting under the bed crying. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's sad as fuck, bro. Bro, you see, you see why it's you see why it's so hard for men to open up about that shit. Because I want to make fun of him right oh, now so bad. That's like, why I, I, I laughed at the video. I was yeah. like, laughing at myself. I'm like, damn. But but see that like I'm learning a lot about myself because like even as like you know, you're my boy, right? Yeah. But like even just hearing that, I want to be like, nigga, you really were underneath the bed for the yeah. whole day, like. He's also a child. Right. I'm sure you're not going to catch him. In the- no, I know. I know. But it's, it's just it's, that's that we were just right before you came. We were talking about how it's really hard for men to open up. You know what I mean? Like, it's really it's really is hard because you're vulnerable. And then, you know, from from a society standpoint, like we're not supposed to be weak. Right. And so, you know, being weak, it, it takes a lot of courage. I think it shows strength, though. Yeah. It takes courage. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, as far as that video, the one thing that caught me was when he said that, um, that usually when you're traumatized, you spend a lot of time being nice to people, right? Because it's like, and I've heard people say this. They're like, oh, the people that are the nicest are the people that have been through it. And I never really understood what they were saying. But I guess in a way, it's like you don't feel like you're worth shit. Right. And so, you know, you you kind of go around life just letting people kind of take advantage of you. Yeah. And you just blow it off. Yeah. But the people with the best heart get the worst things that happen to them. Fuck. So that's like part of it. Because you open up more and you give more. Yeah. And you expect the same in return, but it never gets returned because not everybody is like you. Yeah. Another thing that he said towards the end was that you don't know how to set boundaries. And uh, like I know a lot of people that in relationships, you know what I mean? Like they don't know how to set boundaries because they're like, oh, well, I deserve this. You know, like I deserve being cheated on. I deserve being verbally attacked or whatever it is you know and and damn that kind of sucks if if you really sit there and think about it but a lot of people don't really have anyone that talks about it like right i know so many women that date guys and like if they had a father they probably wouldn't be dating that type of guy and you know they they go through all this shit because they don't have fathers Shout out to Anwar for playing music in the back. <laughs> Shout out, Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> um, so what did you think about that video, though? I think it's very true, but it's really sad because, uh, like, all around what they're saying is that we put a mask on if we're hurt in the past. Yeah. But that mask, if you think about it, we all have it. Yeah. Like, when you first meet someone, you're going to act a certain way. You're going to mm-hmm. be really nice, you know? So it's like it all comes back to everybody. But some people do it more than others, which is really sad. Do you feel like you put a mask on Absolutely. when you meet people? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, obviously, we all have a little bit of drama. I'm past mine. But I, we all put a mask on to seem a certain way. We, we give people the same energy they give us, which mm-hmm. is technically a mask. You know what's funny is that every, I think everyone does that, but especially here in this city. Yeah. I feel like in this city, everyone has like a mask on when they first meet you. Like people, I mean... It, most of it, in regards to that, is fake rich. Everybody thinks they have to have money. Yeah. Guys with ten thousand in their bank account will go out and spend nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars at the club. Yeah, and post it, and then they go home and they're broke again. Right. Just to put on this this like persona of right. what they want to be, what everyone else seems to be. But in reality, not everybody is even like that. Half right. the guys at the club buying these bottles don't have that type of money. Right. Or they're all splitting it halfway. Yeah. You know. So it's it's a, it's really sad. Yeah, it, it is really sad. But um and, and I, I'll say that like I've put a mask on, you know what I mean, when I first but here in Miami you you kinda have to sometimes. What do y'all mean by a mask? Well like you, you kind of personality. Yeah. Um yeah, multiple personalities or like for instance for me, 
um, when I was doing business, like at one point in time, and even to a, like a certain extent, even recently, like I don't tell people like, hey, bro, like I, I'm mentally like struggling with shit. You know what I mean? Like I go and I give my best self. Like when we went to the car, uh, the car shit, I was literally talking to a guy that was what, like a millionaire. I'm just talking to him and like, I'm not telling him my issues, but we're sitting there literally just having conversations about cars and shit like that. And like me and him probably have some trauma. You know what I mean? That's what connects everybody. Everybody has gone through some shit. Mm -hmm. But yeah, especially here in Miami, like everyone, everyone's putting up a front. It's, a, it's like a persona? Yeah. Yeah. Not even. I, I, well, I feel like I have to explain it to you. Uh, it, it's no, like no, a tell me, tell me like a fake mind. it till you make it type. Yeah, of but there's nothing wrong with faking it till you make it. If you're like doing something for yourself, like if you meet somebody of like great importance, you're gonna yeah. go there, act classy. If I'm around my homegirls, I'm gonna be like throwing ass in my bed, like with no one watching. Like uh -huh. you're acting different around different people. Okay. Which it's not necessarily a persona, but you're just you're acting how you should be around a certain person. So. Yeah. Yeah. Would a mask be like my military self? Like one of like you told me the other day, you were I like mean, act professional. I was like, yeah. I'll, I'll snap that in real quick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like for for instance, like obviously with like we're starting to meet people. We're just starting out, right? The podcast, mm -hmm. and we're starting to meet people that you know have connections. And so I'll I'll be like, hey, you know, let, let's conduct business, but let's be professional because we don't want to, you know, we don't want to burn bridges or make us look bad or anything like that. We want to make sure that you know we're real respect respectful towards people right um but yeah i mean i would say when i mean like tr trauma mask is just like i have a lot of women that i i meet here in miami that they pretend like they're all happy going to the club riding in these expensive cars and they go home fucking like disgusted with themselves that was literally me okay. you know that what i mean me. yeah when i first moved here please tell us that catches up to you yeah if you're strong enough to realize that soon, then you get lucky. But some girls get way caught up in that. And like, it was like dirty. Like you just feel you're like you're being used, but mm -hmm. it catches up to you and you don't so, like it. So let's talk about that real quick. So for the women that are in these Lamborghinis, Ferraris, right? All these expensive cars. A lot, a lot of them aren't having sex with these guys. Right. A, a lot of them are though. Yeah. And so at what point in time do you feel like you for you it was like that that moment where you were like hey I, this actually feels like shit when i started meeting better groups of friends like my party friends like i don't really talk to them that much anymore like mm -hmm. people i would go out with mm -hmm. do whatever with i don't talk to them anymore and when i started meeting better people i think i kind of realized on my own at first and changed kind of bettered myself on my own didn't go out for like a month mm -hmm. just focused on myself and then I started attracting different types of people mm -hmm. and when I realized that none of those girls were doing that and none of those guys were like doing that for girls I was like damn like this is the people I want to be around yeah and shout out to Savannah guys um so Savannah is somebody that like off the rip when I first met her she came off like as an honest person and ever since like every time we've talked it's always been respectful and she's always been like a very uh, the, what I like about her is like she communicates very well like about everything <laughs> you know what I mean like she and she lets you know like what she intends to do like she she lets you know her intentions that's what that's one of your biggest like I, I can compliment you on that you know what I mean thank you um but yeah so and I, I can tell that you've been through some shit too though like especially here in Miami mm -hmm. so um yo do me a favor Amar can you read some of these comments bro yeah, David Jones. When women have when women can have emotion-free sex with men, but it's harder for them. 
women have to use more energy to suppress their emotions in order to have sex and it's hard to do that long term he keeps talking about dating mm-hmm. i don't know if women can do that yeah at all this is slut if she just fucking physically i mean realistically speaking can you have sex with a guy with zero emotion? i have but i think i'm different than a lot of people you, uh, like honestly like i don't i, I like this uh, so okay so no because like we had a girl last night here and she said like the same thing where yeah, she was like basically yeah. like like one in a million and i'm not saying i'm just saying i think it's rare like i don't think women can have sex and not catch any type of emotion because eventually even if it's you saying oh actually you know i think he's cute um at first i didn't think he was cute but now i think like that's emotion like you're you're that you find that guy attractive now you know because i you mean by emotional like even if i think the guy is cute that's emotional like i've because in that case nah i'm not different then yeah, what do I mean? Okay, gonna... so like if you have relationships with anybody and all of a sudden um they become more attractive to you, that is emotion. Yeah. That that's emotion. Yeah. Right? Course. So like and all of a sudden if you're here's what happens when you have sex with a guy and he becomes more attractive to you, then like everything about him starts well, at least it should, starts to become more attractive. The way he talks, the way he walks, the way he t- you know, drives. the way he drives, the, like all of a sudden you're like, "Oh shoot, like you know like all of a sudden you're just like oh shoot this guy's actually he's not that bad right because like you have girls that see what guys just because they just they they just want to have yeah and all of a sudden that guy becomes attractive and then before you know it they're sleeping with him for a whole year Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i really don't think that women can have sex with guys without emotion i don't i think it's even hard for guys to have sex without emotions if we're being honest but i think guys can do it you mean by that well, like, bro, guys can do it, but what I'm saying is like, it, it it's easier for like for a guy to have sex without emotion, right? Because for us, it's just sex. I, I'm t- I've had this conversation many times before, but I still think guys can catch emotions when they have sex with girls. Hell yeah, if it's yeah. the right girl, yeah, get like a bonded energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just like think it's girl. harder for women. Hundred percent. It's hard. Yeah. Men choose when they want to have that emotion, though. Bro. Yeah, they they say that that men choose when you know when they want to be in a relationship because yeah. if a girl says i want to be in a relationship with you if the guy doesn't want it it's not happening right you know and if the girl says i don't want to have sex with you and the guy's like i want to have sex it's not going to happen mm-hmm. like unless she lets it happen and vice versa when he, when you want a relationship he's going to let it happen so um any other comments bro yeah um Tiger said, I've gone through so much trauma and I can confirm what she says. Most therapists don't know what they're talking about. Shout out to Tiger, bro. He's a goat. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, the, the movies, they push therapists a lot. You know what I mean? They push therapy a lot. So um, I'm not going to say it's good or bad. I'm just going to say for me personally, when I went, I felt like I was being analyzed. It felt like like it was just for for the money to be honest it makes people go crazy though therapists like uh, sitting in front of somebody that's trying to analyze you and you can't even figure out yourself because mm-hmm. the people that are at a therapist haven't even figured themselves out mm-hmm. so you're hearing and listening to this girl put words yeah. into your head that you don't even know yourself mm-hmm. so it's like they could be creating a monster mm-hmm. that you don't even know about i just think it's it's just i don't know and isn't it weird when therapists they'll end the session mm-hmm. so you have to come back and spend more money yeah like on that note like what yeah, you just told like, me i was psycho but yeah like what how are we gonna end it right there all right don't you want to fix me before i go out and just go kill someone or <laughs> blow my fucking brains out yeah uh nothing how are the boys doing that's that's from rafe right there uh louise frank says great podcast uh 
Yo, thanks a lot, Luis. Uh, what are the requirements to be on a podcast? Bro, you got to DM me. Uh, David Jones says, good question, Luis. Um, but yeah, so I think we have another video, right, bro? Yep. All right, let's see. Let's watch the next video. Sixty-three percent of youth suicides are from single mother homes. Ninety percent of homelessness and runaway children are from single mother homes. You can't homes. put that on the mother. Eighty-five percent of no. children who show behavioral disorders are from single mother homes. 80% of rapists with anger problems are from single mother homes. 71% of high school dropouts are from single mother homes. 70% of youths in operated institutions are from single mother homes. 80% of all the youths that are in prison are from single mother homes. This shows that boys and girls need both their mother and their father. And I, I will tell you as a father, I know from raising my son that he needs both me and his mother in his life. Mm -hmm. 60 Wow. Another uh, W video from one of our uh, subscribers. Shout out to you guys. Um, that video right there made me want to shut the fuck up and just think about it for a second because, um, yeah, I never met my father personally, right? And a lot of what he just said is true for me personally, um, except for, like, this, the, the suicidal part. You know what I mean? Um, well, actually, that was that was true, too. That that actually was true too, because like when I was fifteen, I I used to think about that shit a lot. I mean, I never tried it, thank God, but like it did cross my mind because of everything that I had gone through. Uh, so, what do you guys think about that video? That video was crazy. I think it's really true, um, because um, a father teaches discipline, teaches you how to be like tough. You know what I mean? A mother shows a lot of love and a lot of care and affection. Mm -hmm. If you're lacking one of those, you can't have the other. You know, if you don't have discipline, how are you supposed to know how to love somebody, treat somebody the right way and control your mind? And if you don't have love, how are you supposed to discipline yourself? Right. Because you feel like no one's going to notice it. So like having both of those characteristics is super important. So I like I completely understand the percentages there. Yeah. Did you. Sorry, if you don't mind me asking, do you have both parents in your life? Yes, you do. And I'm really close with both. Cool. And, and they were together. No, they divorced when I was 13. OK, but I, they lived really close. So I went back and forth all the time. Gotcha. What do you think about that video, bro? It's true. Um, I think I was grateful enough that my grandma and my mother, we lived all in the same house. Mm -hmm. So my grandma played, I guess, kind of the father figure with discipline. She was very, uh, I guess you could say mean, but it was a necessary, uh, necessary evil. Because when I go, went to the military, everyone was getting disciplined. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why are y'all crying in the bathroom? What the <laughs> fuck is going on? Like... They aren't doing anything for real. Like, yeah. just get yelled at. Like, they can't yeah. put your hands on you. But for me, I'm like, I was gonna hit. Yeah. I mean, like, I think it's I think it's necessity. Do you think that women can really discipline? Uh, like, you're you were a boy, right? Yeah. You think women can discipline a young man the way a man can? No, unless because you started, said your, unless, unless it started from a, at a young age. Because you said your grandmother took over like as as a father figure. Yeah, but I learned so much from her. And like, um, she taught me like, you know, I, like I said, school started for me when I got home. Mm -hmm. So I went to school. It was easy as fuck. I'm like, bro, I don't have to pay attention to the class or nothing. Mm -hmm. I would just go to school, take the test, do my classwork. Mm -hmm. I never did homework. I didn't do any of that other bullshit. Yeah. And then like I skipped how many grades I graduated at 16. I'm like, well, shit. Damn, graduated at 16. Yeah. I'm like, damn, it's worth it, bro. Damn, that's good. Uh, For me, what, what that video shows me is that, um, Again, since we're talking about trauma, a lot of the trauma starts with your parents. Yeah. A, a lot of people don't sit there 
why they always say that like we repeat the cycle like someone has to break that cycle that's why we need the discipline mm -hmm. like i'll know i'll make sure i never get into that situation where i'm getting divorced or like this and that because like i'm gonna make sure i have everything in line before i started i'm not gonna cycle my family mm -hmm. tree around like i'm gonna try and better it every year because for my kids that's what i need yeah what about the people that don't have parents it's harder for them so that's where like those people might go into the military mm -hmm. to develop that um, discipline, which is what you did. I think I already had it before. I you just like so? the military. It was a school. But it bettered you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So like for a man, definitely. I think that's that's a really... There's a lot of people out there that aren't as smart as you guys. Like, but like for instance, he went to the military and you already... You're, you're still pretty young. Like you already have that mindset where you're like, I'm not going to repeat these mistakes right mm -hmm. then you have kids out there that was that are really stupid and well I, I shouldn't say stupid but i should say like naive like me that was me when i tell you i was a hard-headed like i was that guy that i would make the same mistake over and over and over and i would be like no i'm gonna like do it different this time and it turned out to be the same shit and then i ended up getting into trouble i ended up uh getting into fights getting suspended from school getting evicted from school going into jail like all that shit eventually like you start as you grow older your consequences get more severe and i was a hard-headed kid but i was also very resentful like um i hated everybody because i never had anybody so my my situation was like fuck the world literally that like was it's just me yeah it was just me right and that's the thing it's like there's so many people out there that feel just like i did like i know better now but when you're going through that storm, you can't see outside of it. You're just like, fuck, like, this is just it right now. This is it for me. This, this is why a lot of people take their own lives mm -hmm. because they can't see further than where they're at. That's why, like, a lot of these, like, kids that go to school and do all that stupid shit, like, shoot, shoot it up. Mm -hmm. They, wherever they're going through, they're like, oh, this is it for me. Right. They can't see 10 years down the street. Where, they, where their life could actually be better. You know why they don't see that far in the future? Because they don't think that they have the potential to be better. Exactly. And they're not being told that they can be. Yeah. So. No, I agree 100%. It's really sad because I was the same way as you. I got suspended from middle school five times, high school three times, like almost expelled this, jail this, whatever. Yeah. Like I was the same way. And look at us now. Look how we think now. So right. like those kids that can get past that turn out like this right and we're like the most powerful humans i think yeah but but that, and that's what i mean though it's like i didn't know that about you right but like there's kids out there that are going through some of the shit that we've been through and like how, how do we reach those kids like how, how they feel alone as hell there's there's some kids today probably took their own lives today right. you know what i mean that shit happens every like so many minutes so it's like how, how do you reach those people and let them know like bro like life gets better like how I, I wish we could reach out to them all but um yeah it's, it's also very weird talking about this subject because this is a very delicate subject but um yeah back to the video um i think fathers and mothers play a huge role in kids lives because unfortunately my mother was so busy working that she allowed my sisters and i to go through a lot of the shit that she went through and so now me and my sisters are like, nah, that shit ends with us. You know what I mean? Like that cycle is done. And because like my mother went through it and unfortunately her mother went through it. And so, and who knows how many people went through it before that? You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, that's a good video to, uh, to listen to. Um, 
Amar, you want to touch on any comments, bro? Yeah, Tiger had a question for everyone on the panel. What is the most traumatic experience they have experienced? All right, I'll let the lady go first. Uh, that was for Tiger? From Tiger? All right, cool. Go ahead. I'll, I'll let definitely you start. not saying that. You're not saying that? Okay. Oh, damn. That was... Not one, because I don't want to put that back in my head. Okay. Because I moved past it and took a lot. And I don't want to put that in any of my friends' head yeah, yeah. that could be watching this. Okay, cool. Um, Okay, yeah, that... That might be a little bit too much to, to say for her. From oh fuck, I feel the same like way. A traumatic experience, the most. The the most. Um, for me, the most. I I, I can't tell you the most because damn, that's that's deep. But I'll tell you. Um, when I saw my friend get killed, um, that was probably like top three traumatic experiences. Um, because as a young kid, when you see someone lose their life, fuck that shit fucks you up. Um, when it's a friend, it fucks you up even more. And when you don't have anyone that, like, I didn't have my mother, I didn't have my father. Who am I going to go to? So I just kind of went through life trying to figure it out. And um, that was probably one of my most traumatic experiences. I'll let, I'll let you tell yours. Like experiences? I don't mm -hmm. really have it. Bro. My boy broke his knee once. I think that was oh the most God. traumatic yeah, experience like, he had. I don't really bro. got anything, bro. <laughs> I've been emotional. Uh, what is it non-emotional i don't have like emotions bro i just i just it, it is what it is i think you do i think some people just have a harder time figuring out how to use them the right way mm -hmm. i think See, you've showed emotion them. towards many people in your life and they have kind of disowned those emotions and didn't treat you right the back back the right way so you keep telling yourself i don't have emotions i don't have feelings i don't have this but at the end of the day you do because you're a human it's and scientifically that, the human brain has feelings and emotions it's not that i don't have emotions i just don't let them affect my day-to-day -day life like they're here but it's like i don't give a fuck about them they do to an extent i think just not as like as much as most people yeah i mean i guess i y'all sit here talking about trauma but like for me it's like i don't understand it's normal like than I understand. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read a comment from Martinez. He says, instead of saying emotions, can we say attachment? Because we are spiritual beings having a human experience through our emotions. Um, I guess he's talking about the whole uh, sexual attachment thing. Uh, Rafe says, make sure you guys smack the hell out of the bottom line. Um, like button. The like button. Oh, shit, shit. Okay, cool. I see that. Shout out to Rafe. Uh, David says, the lady in a clip that said, you can't blame the single mother, typical denier of logic. <laughs> I heard that too, actually. Did you hear that? Hear what? When he was stating all the facts and she was like, oh, you can't blame that on the mother. He wasn't even blaming it on the mother. He was just stating the fact. Yeah, that's what happens with women that don't listen to the full statement. Yeah. Like. Yeah, and then Caitlin said emoji, emoji laughing emoji. Um, What's funny? I don't know. What's the most... Okay, that's what he said. Hey, yo, um, I'm concerned about Eric's most traumatic experience. It's the worst than losing a friend. Yeah, bro. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to talk about that experience. That that That's... Uh, I mean, it, it has something to do with that, too, but it was just real traumatic. How many extremely traumatic experiences? Um, we just talked about it, bro. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, everybody deals with trauma differently. You know, like for me, I just withdraw like a little turtle. And I just let that shit build up. And then usually what I would do is I would get into a fight. Mm -hmm. That shit, fighting was fun for me. That shit was fun. Even if I got my ass beat, it was just fun, bro. It's like you you let all that shit out. You know what I mean? Um, and then it screws you worse. 
How? Every time I got into a fight out of like anger with someone else, I always got in trouble and more trouble than I would have been. And I always ended up feeling like shit. You probably did it in school though, right? Or like yeah. public places. Uh, school, few public places. Yeah. School found out. You, you used to get in trouble for that? A lot. I feel like girls rarely get consequences. I mean, I blew this girl's eardrum out and she had to get like jaw surgery. Damn, Mike Tyson. You got hands like that? I did. <laughs> I think, I mean, like, I've tried to fight like one of my friends before, like really drunk. And I was like, it was like her face was here and it was like all the way and like banged the wall. Like, God damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your shit sounds like UFC. Yeah. <laughs> But it was uh, never that person's fault. It was always because of some other anger. You you were mad at something else. No. And and someone uh just happened to be your release. That was it. Okay. Uh yo, I want to think we have one more video, bro. Uh we got a couple more. Okay, let's do the next one. Yeah, about what people think about you. You have to learn one thing in life. You cannot love everybody. And appreciate everybody and it goes both ways if you don't learn that now you're gonna always be the, be the fool of somebody live your life to the fool everything you do and as long as you don't hurt anybody and you're happy doing what you do let them talk what you care about what people think about you all right that was a short clip what do you guys think about that one i mean yeah she's right i mean i don't give a fuck what anyone says mm -hmm. i know you don't <laughs> You re you really you really don't. Here's the difference: you can you can say that and really mean it, or you can say that and like low key when you're going to bed and I'd be like, damn. Because like for me, I'll tell you, bro. Like I say that too, and I I mean I'm I think I have like tough skin, but that shit does get to me sometimes. No, I just don't give a fuck. Like sometimes I'm just like, it, I think it's more like it's just annoying. You know what I mean? Like when people sit here and say shit. Like when I was going through with the whole shit with with dumb niggas. And they were like, oh, you know, I heard this. And it's like, bro, it just sucks to hear people um, like make up stories about you. You know what I mean? Like, that's when it becomes a problem, though. Like, you can talk about me and, like, oh, fuck her. She's never going anywhere because yeah. at the end of the day, I'm going to show that to you without talking back. Right. But, like, when it comes to ruining your reputation yeah. or ruining how, but anybody can do that. That hurts. You know what I mean? And it's like, what are you going to do about it? Nothing. Like, bro, there's all these people online, they're just going to make up stories and, Damn, you know what I mean? It's like, but they don't know that what they're doing is toxic because no one's done that to them. You know what I mean? Or maybe someone has. I feel like it's so easy for people to be negative. Yeah, over a screen, especially. Yeah. So, yeah. Over yeah, I, I have so a legit, like right now, there's like a little Asian kid who's making videos about me. I never met this kid my whole life. Never met this kid. And I will beat the fuck out of this dude with one hand. <laughs> Like, if you saw this dude, like, he's a, a, a wimpy little fucking kid, like, and... You're a lackey. You're a lackey, you know what I mean? But, and it's like, it's like, I don't know you. What the fuck is wrong with you? You know what I mean? Like, it, it's so weird to me. Jealousy. That's one thing I've learned. If I don't know you and you're still posting about me or talking about me, jealousy. Uh, bro, I think bro's a comedian. But I, I, I think he's a fucking, like... He's yeah. He he has to be just trolling. I mean, literally the whole video, I was dying. It's laughing. fucking it funny. funny. Even uh, on wars, I'm like. But that's what I mean, though. It's like, it, for me, it's like I know who I who I am, and I've been like this. And people tell me, like the closest people to me, they're like, "Yo, I respect it, but like you're gonna cause yourself a lot of problems." And clearly, I have. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, fuck it. I've got into it with them, and these are my boys. I've got into it with them because they're like, "Yeah, bro, we don't think this is smart," and I'm like. 
nah, fuck that. I'm going to stand on what I believe. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're like, but but it's not like, as far as business, it's not a smart move. And I'm like, nah, fuck that. Like, this is what I believe. And I'm going to die by that. You know what I mean? I've gotten into it with them where I'm just like, are y'all niggas with me or what? You know what I mean? But it's like, that's what I stand uh, on. What did I say? And you you always you always back me up. Yeah, always. But But that's what I mean, though. It's like the closest people to me have told me, bro, you have an anger problem. And, but it's, again, it goes back to like respect for me. You know what I mean? I don't, I like, even with this little Asian kid, I don't disrespect this kid. I just know I would beat the fuck out of him. That's a fact. But I, I don't disrespect him. Yeah, I don't, I'm not making videos about him. It just sucks when, so that's why when you say you don't give a fuck about what people think, it's like, yeah. okay, cool. But like to an extent, yeah, bro, I think we all care. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if I sat here and talked bad about you, you like behind your back, that it, it wouldn't get to you. It wouldn't get to me. Well, because I'm pers- I'm personal. I'm a personal friend, I guess. But like, I don't know. I feel like we all care. It hurts a and little I, bit. Every time, you know, beside behind the scenes, every time a situation happens. Yeah. You gotta yeah. admit, like I, I say logical. Yeah, he, I I would say he does stand to that. Like he he like me and him have had disagreements, bro. He's come to me straight up. He's just like, bro, I'm this shit doesn't matter to me. He's like, it's just business. I think it's easier to get in those little bickerments with people closest to you, mm-hmm. though, because you know they're not going to go anywhere. You could be like, fuck, you get in a fight, and then you come back an hour later, yeah. and you're like, oh, yo, yeah, yeah. that wasn't shit. But or here's like, the thing. Someone else. Like, but here's the not. thing. That shit was happening when we first met, too. Yeah. Like, we didn't even know each other, and we and we were just, like, we're two strong personalities, mm-hmm. and he was still the same way. Like, he was, he was more like, nah, bro, this is not personal. It's just business. Like, and I was just like, all right, cool. Like, we had mutual respect for each other. But I realized that I was being emotional because I'm a very passionate person. Like, I'm very passionate about what I want to do. And I'm like, I want to do this shit. And I want it to be the best. You know what I mean? And sometimes that shit gets me in trouble. Right. So, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, if if that's what he says, he doesn't really care about what people think. Me personally, I, I stand with that to an extent. But then I'm like, fuck, bro. Like, like some of these comments. Like some stupid dude right now could say something dumb, and and I'll be like, like right now, for example, million dollar million dollar president. Hey yo, any F and F updates, nigga? We done talked about that shit so many times already. That's water under the bridge. I can sit here and be like, yo, that comment doesn't bother me, but in the back of my head, it starts to resonate like old feelings. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yo, I'm actually still mad about that situation. So, but I look at that as a troll. Like you remember when yeah, we, yeah, had, yeah. we had problems with old girl. I'm like, yeah. I'm not gonna even like and and that's true. Yeah. Like, and again, it, it could be because I'm just a passionate person. Like I I want to smack the shit out of this kid, you know what I mean? For asking stupid questions. Cause he can literally easily go to a video and, and see everything that I've already talked about. Why are you still asking me about this shit? But like even though that makes you upset, like you're just like me, like you immediately get aggravated mm-hmm. like by stupid shit. But that person could have just heard about the podcast. You're right, and we don't think about that right away. But I've grown. Million dollar president. She's she's right, bro. I've you could have just heard about this. it. This actually, this year, I started to like be like, let me put myself in other people's perspectives. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody sent them our profile or your profile and was like, hey, go watch this video. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time. Gotcha. But in general, it does piss you off. But wouldn't you say that that's giving people the benefit of the doubt? Right, right. And, and so, like for me, it's like common sense should be common. But if this is your fan. Yeah, I don't know I mean, if he's a shit. fan. I, I don't know who he is. Million Anyone on president. your page is a fan. Uh, mil- they like you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they watching you, they're a fan, man. All right, Million Dollar President, if you are just tuning in, which I doubt it, uh, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt, bro. Omar, do you want to read some of these other comments, bro? 
Yeah, we got a couple. All right. Uh, Tiger was asking how many extremely traumatic experiences y'all have been through. Tiger, you want to be my therapist, bro? Yeah, he, he says... <laughs> I've been, I've experienced over a hundred extremely traumatic experiences. Tiger? How many of, yeah, how many the panel have experienced? Fuck, I mean, off the top of my head, I can think of, I, I, I mean, like, 50. if you've, if if you've experienced a hundred, nigga, were you on, uh, what's that show on Fox 5, uh, Fear Factor? <laughs> like, did you go on, like, what, if you're going through that many traumatizing experiences, because I don't consider everything traumatizing. Like when I fell off a truck Sad. and Hurt. and literally almost lost my leg, that was traumatizing. But I don't really consider it as like a traumatizing thing. I consider things like, for instance, when I watched my friend die, when I lost my grandfather, when I was in jail. You know what I mean? Like certain things. And like I was in jail and I fucking thought I saw the nigga after he died. You know what I mean? So I, I to me, it was like certain things to me stick out, but I wouldn't call everything traumatizing. Like me getting into a fight, I got... I've got my ass beat so many times by fighting and I've beat so many dudes and every time I lost, I wouldn't call that traumatizing. It's just... Just a no. It's just a no. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, bro, as far as traumatizing, I would say maybe one, two, three, like four. Four main traumatizing things. I don't know about you. I know you don't want to talk about none of your traumatizing stuff. There's like quite a few I would consider traumatizing. But I got I get past them after each one, so there's a lot that I don't recall completely. Really? I can like force myself. What do you mean? To like you things. forget them? Yeah, like no. I think about them so much, and it's like of course I remember the outcome of them, but not exactly everything that happened. Do you feel like you can? Let's say someone did something to you, right? Because trauma, trauma always always comes from someone doing something to you, someone betraying or you, or watching something, or watching like someone. Yeah, things. yeah, yeah. But like, you think you can ever really, truly move past something like that? Move past, yeah. And like, forgive them. Totally forgive. Yeah. Traumatizing things someone did to you is not forgivable. There's things my friends have done to me that are really shitty. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Like, we can get past that. I've done really shitty things to people, but traumatizing things? No, I'm not going to forgive you. Because mm -hmm. like, how can you hurt me that bad? With how strong I've always been, like, if you can hurt me that bad to a point where I'm thinking about it 10 years past that... Mm -hmm. You probably did something that's unforgivable. Have you ever heard this uh, saying, and it goes something like, um, being angry with someone or holding resentment towards them is like drinking poison and expecting them to die. Does that make sense? Like, let's say I did something to you. You're angry with me. Okay. You resent me, right? And you hold that shit in like I did. It, they say that doing that is equivalent to like drinking poison and expecting me to die. Does that make sense? A little more sense. I don't know. I'm not understanding fully. Okay. Do you do you understand what I'm saying? No. Okay. If I did something it's like to doing you, something to yourself, but expecting that. Yeah. It's like okay. So all my tries, all my traumatizing shit. Like when I was getting beat, my my stepfather used to grab a, a fucking frying pan and beat me unconscious with that shit. I got that with leather belt. I was. I was a I was seven years old when that shit was happening to me. Innocent kid, couldn't defend myself. I remember that shit. But being angry with the world, being mad at the world, be wanting to fuck everything up, that was me being angry with that person. That shit does nothing to that person. That dude's living his life. Yeah. You know what I mean? That shit's just hurting me. Oh yes. So that's that. that's what the 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 saying comes from that. 
yo, I don't know if you saw my comment one time addressing again old girl. I was like, I'm not gonna address yeah, yeah. it unless it, it affects my personal life. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't, then it's not logical for me to even sit here and entertain it. Mm -hmm. So you just have to think like that. Yeah, like bro, if it's not like affecting you in any way, shape, or form, why give a fuck? Yeah, I get you. Um, that's really interesting takes from you guys. You have something else? No, no. Uh, I want you want to read some of the other ones, bro. Yeah, Ashley Osario says someone's perception of you is not reality. Why let it, why let it bother you? And then Tiger said uh, we have to care to an extent because your reputation matters at the end of the day. So it's kind of like opposite takes. Gotcha. Um. David says, Eric, do you think you may have used sex to deal with past trauma? Um, why do you want to know that, David? <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding, David. Uh, I have, man. I think we all have. Let's be honest. Have you? Of course. Say it again. Have you used sex to deal with trauma? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I have. Like, my first relationship was four years. And, like, no, no, no. he would use me constantly, like, for sex. Even though we're dating, right? Mm -hmm. Like... I was so young. I was like 13, like 17. It's four-year relationship, traumatized. And then after that, I moved here and I'm like, oh, let me let me see how many other guys can like, you know what I mean? But it never worked. What do you mean? And I don't think it was like in my head the whole time. I think I was just naturally like, I want one of these people to care about me and I would just go oh. find everyone I could. Like, yeah, yeah. it never worked. Yeah. Yo, why do you think women do that? Is it because you're trying to find someone to love you? I think all women like date or talk to one person in life that makes them feel ugly. Mm -hmm. and like worthless mm -hmm. so we spend all of our time after we leave that relationship or whatever it was to find somebody that will and we do that by having sex with people because mm -hmm. we think that's what people want because that was our first relationship that's what they wanted the whole time do you think that's what men do too no so that's just what women do i think so this guy said this girl's single yeah she's single <laughs> her uh instagram would be in the link yeah we'll put her instagram in a bio um any other ones? Uh, I want. I, I know you're putting them up on the screen, but I haven't. I haven't seen some of these, bro. Captain Caveman says, "Common sense ain't so common no more." If you could just, if you could put that stuff in a jar and sell for a dollar, you'd be a billionaire tomorrow. Agreed. Walnuts Blanc wants us to react to the Asian guy video. <laughs> nah, bro, we're good. That's funny. Uh. Someone's person. Okay, you read that one. Or any other ones? Yeah. Um. Tiger asked uh, if. You guys have read 48 Laws of Power. Yeah, by Robert Greene. Uh, actually, me and uh, Anwar both have it. Yeah, I actually just got it. Uh, What, I got it like three days ago, Anwar? Three or four days ago? I just picked that book up. So we all have the same book? We all have the same book, and none of us have finished reading <laughs> it. To be fair, that is a fucking long-ass book. Um, Eric, can you read it? Uh, nah, I'm good. Blanc. Uh, I'm not going to do that, bro. Uh, is a girl single? She, uh, are you single? Yeah. Officially? All right, guys. Um, I, I mean, I've been single since November. Really? What? What? So like a year is, and a month. Is that because you're working on yourself? Absolutely. Yeah. I when I well when I broke up with my ex, it was November, and um, I turned eighteen in December. Uh -huh. So I started my OnlyFans, whatever. Moved here, mm -hmm. and then um, fuck, what was I saying? I forgot. I just blinked. I was talking about if you're working on yourself because you're oh, single. Oh, yeah. You're single yeah, now. I wanted to make as much money as possible. I think I want to become, like, extremely financially stable before I find somebody else. Also, I'm at the age where, like, I don't want to – I'm not – I know myself. I'm not able to commit some, to someone, and I don't want to hurt people. So if I were to get in a relationship now, that would be very disrespectful of me, I think, and immature. You're wrong for the person, the other um, 
significant other. Yeah. So then, I want to be able to commit to somebody, like one person that I find. Mm -hmm. So then what are you doing as far as like when you when you need your needs met? What do you if mean? you're single, like what if I like, want to find someone right away? No, nah, I'm saying like we all have needs, right? So like what what are you doing when your needs need to be met? Like you just have like needs as in what? <laughs> because what I got about. myself. Okay, well then that's that's the answer right there. If you there. saw my drawers, you'd understand. No, because there's people that like someone said it. You some people deal with trauma through. I did you know, that already. Through sex, yeah. So, um, I, we have another video, right, Anwar? Yep, one more. Cool. You showed me love when I wasn't feeling it. Damn, that looks like You helped me fight when I was giving in. And you made me laugh when I was losing it. Cause you are, you are the reason why I'm still. Hanging on, you showed me love. I love that. What'd you get congratulations. from that? Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations to her, man. I think it shows like the youth that, like, no matter what you go through, like, being a good person can get you out of it a lot quicker, at least. Get your FHA loan. <laughs> Where's that coming from? That's what I'm saying. You can get a house. Oh, oh, Onward's just throwing his two cents in. I thought someone had said that. My bad. No. Um, do you want to elaborate on that, bro? For people that don't know? Yeah, if you have good credit and a good job, you can get your FHA loan and it's like 20% down. Yeah, but there's uh there's requirements for that too, right? Like you have to live in a house for the first year or some shit like that. Oh yeah, you can't rent it out. You yeah, live at least in it. But and then yeah. if I'm not mistaken, can't you get like another one after that? Uh yeah. I I don't I'm not yeah, too you sure. Could, you could refinance it and then get another place with the money. Yeah. And then keep refinancing. Yeah, it's not an FHA loan, though. So you got to actually get another loan. Gotcha. All right. What do you guys think about this video? I said what I think. You just think that being a good person. I think it shows like younger people that grow up and like the youth right now is the next generation of people that could possibly be homeless. Mm -hmm. Like these older people that are homeless now are going to die. And it's going to be those people that grow up and like some of them, unfortunately, are going to become homeless. But this video proves that her having a good heart and keeping good faith mm -hmm. helped her become somebody that could make money by being that person. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You could be homeless and be like, oh, fuck my life. Like, I'm going to be here forever. But she did something to, to prove herself and do yeah. better for herself. So I think that's amazing. So for me, that seeing that like picture right there reminds me of like, that's how my place used to look like when I was growing up. Disorganized. And even to this day, I'm still very disorganized. That shit is crazy how it sticks with you. Um, I was homeless when I was younger, like really homeless. Yeah. My my mom didn't want me, so she gave me up to like the system basically. Her loss. Her loss? Absolutely. I think it was my loss. <laughs> I <don't> think so. <laughs> I mean, I lost my home. You know what I mean? Did. And but you uh, wouldn't be who you are today if I didn't have to. No, nah, I wouldn't. And that's the thing. It's like it you know what's crazy about you saying that is that I wouldn't be who I am today, but I don't know. Like I there's a part of me that's like, damn, I wish I had that that motherly love. Cause like, damn, I never met my father, but at least my mom could have been there for me. You know what I mean? So I'm thinking 
this is like what a therapist would say, I think. Mm -hmm. But like, that's what you're going to look for in your future wife or mm -hmm. girlfriend is like a lot of affection. Somebody very clingy. Mm -hmm. Like I know guys like that. Like guys that don't grow up with a mother and didn't have that affection and like the love. You're going to, that's what you're going to look for in a woman. Really? So what? even as a man and everything you preach or whatever. Yeah. If you're having sex with a girl and she grabs your face or like grabs you, rubs your head, that's someone's going to make you fall in love more than pussy is. More than an average guy that had a mom. What if she's not like that? You probably won't fall in love with her. I'm assuming. I mean, I'm probably, I mean, I, I know I'm right. Yeah. How, how do you know you're right? You've been through that? Because I know I'm right. Like, I'm a very affectionate person. Like, when I'm laying with somebody, I want to, like, rub you and, like, give you all of my attention and be very affectionate or whatever. Like, fuck sex. Like, honestly, like, I'd rather fucking rub somebody for hours. And like, I know a lot of guys that, like, that's all they want. Yeah. But I think that's so, something you look for. So, so you know that that's guys. Why do you think guys want that so bad? Because a lot of men probably never had that. Because I, yeah. I, I feel like men, I feel like men are going through so much. So when they go to like their significant other, yeah, they do want to feel like it's a safe spot, like it's yeah. a peaceful spot. You know what I mean? But I won't say that. No, I won't say that. So you want to go home to a woman that's like giving you hell? He also said he has no, no feelings. No, 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 no. I want that. What she said exactly like that, but I won't say that because I feel like a pussy. That's the point. That's, well, hold on, hold that's on. Why it's you, so you, no, no, hear me out. I'm, I'm confused by that. You wouldn't want to go to a place where you're at peace. No, I do, but I think I'd just be like, not. I so, what, what was the one thing that I said that you didn't agree with? What just now? Yeah, you just said you wouldn't say that. You were like, oh, I wouldn't say that. Go ahead, say, say it again so I can understand. Well, like, what, would what, you what? want? Would you want to find a girl that like you're at peace with? Like, yeah, somebody. Yeah. That, yeah, exactly. That's what I said. You said not, you didn't agree with that's that. That's not something that men can say out loud. Like no, I don't need you, you guys. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I wouldn't say that. That's what I'm saying. Hold on. Why? Why wouldn't you say that? What? What? What's wrong with saying? Because uh, it seems weak, like we talked before. Yeah, exactly. Like, hold uh, on, hold on. So me saying that I, the person that I end up with, I want that. Like I want her to be my peace. Like I want to. Like no, okay, I'm just not gonna tell her. Yeah, no, it's asking her point. for it. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. I'm not gonna ask her for it. I'm yeah, like I'm never gonna go to a woman and be like, I want you to be my peace. It, Cause she should naturally be that, you know what right. I mean? Yeah. Well, that's what you're gonna look for, though. You right, right, right. That's what I'm gonna look for. But what I'm saying is, that's what I am looking for. Yeah. I want to be at peace, like after work, after you've gone out there and fought your battles. You don't want to come home and argue with your chick. That's what people don't understand. Yeah. Guys want to go out with their boys, do this and that, go be cool with their cars, or they come home and they want to be a fucking little baby wrapped mm -hmm. up in their woman's arms. Like that's what you guys want. You don't have to admit that shit, but I know that shit. Mm -hmm. Nah, you read it, me. You know, I mean, like so, but. But the women look at that in a bad way, right? Because they're like, I don't. I love that shit. Mm. That is like, what, that, that's what I look for. Don't you, it is. I don't you feel like men? Oh, you know, men want that. Yeah, right. I, I know it for a fact. Right, but like, isn't there a certain, uh, to a certain extent, that a man can do that? Because you don't want the guy to completely not be yeah, like what does the paradigm well, i like i like a dominant your, guy of yeah, course right. but i mean in public body. when we're out right, 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 i want right. you to be a man or right. whatever when we're alone fucking come in my chest and yeah literally suck my nipple like be a fucking baby <laughs> like literally that's how i think and i love that shit but in public like yes be a man when you're around, we're on your friends be a man like i love that like yeah. the man should have two different sides with his friends and with his woman gotcha that's how right. it should be shout out to her uh any other comments bro um, a couple, bro. David, <laughs> David said, "Do you, Eric? Do you see vibrators as a threat to your manhood?" Fuck no. 
Bro, that's my tag team partner, bro. I'm going fucking crazy with that shit. What are y'all talking about? Nah, I, I, I personally don't, man. I, I think I, I'm, I'm with it. You know what I mean? That shit doesn't, it doesn't scare me. I, I don't see why, if why you got sh- that shit on you, bro. That shit don't. Yeah, I don't see why it should. I mean, I don't like, like, I, that she has to handle that shit. You know what I mean? I'm never gonna grab it and and handle, but. But I'm I'm not scared of that shit. Oh, you want to grab that shit? Um, she teaches you. Bro, I go crazy. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm wouldn't you want to wake up that. and she's just like having orgasm, like right in front My of you? My boy, did you just say you're gonna grab some bro, grab some bro, vibrators? Don't even do that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just to fuck with my girl. I would do that shit just to fuck with her, bro. Uh, someone. Uh, oh shit. Glenda but, Garcia says that saying is true from a biblical standpoint. God says if you have anger in your heart, then you've committed murder. Damn. Mm. What do you guys think about that? No, everybody can overcome that. Uh, do you agree with that though? No, having anger in your heart means you committed murder. Uh, I think what she's saying is that it's equivalent to like it, it. Here's the thing about the Bible, right? That I've learned that the scripture, the way it's written, sometimes it's deeper than that. Like it doesn't actually mean like you murdered someone, but it, it's it essentially is saying it's almost as bad as murdering someone because you have so much like you're wishing bad upon that person. I think there's similarities between the both because you get consequences to having mm-hmm. that much anger. Like you having anger from mm-hmm. your trauma or whatever and then acting out in a fight. Mm-hmm. There's consequences, murder, there's consequences, but mm-hmm. that's way deeper. Mm-hmm. Like having anger, that's like a natural human feeling, mm-hmm. which makes us human. If we didn't get angry at anything, then what are we, an animal? Yeah. Okay. You I see know? what you're saying. So cool. Uh Conceda said, God bless. Um Mr. Blanc says, do you guys like Jordan Peterson and Andrew Tate stuff? Um, Want to go first? Yeah. I, I like their stuff. I think... You like both of them? Yeah. Really? Well, um, Andrew Tate, I think... Oh, shit. Some of it's a persona, of he's, course. He's friends with Andrew. Don't, don't talk bad it. about him. I have friends friends with him, so All that's right. cool. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of it is a persona. Uh-huh. Um, a persona. For fame. Persona. How? For fame, like a character, kind of. For I mean, like we all kind of have a character that overlooks our natural personality, mm-hmm. and I think he's definitely like that. I agree with most things he says. So, like the way you are talking about, like the mask in Miami, that's their his persona. No, I just think there's what he puts on social media. That's not necessarily how he actually thinks. I don't think anyone is out there on social. And media. but it's like more of an extent mm-hmm. because there's a reason he's a fucking. So you think it's like a billionaire. And getting all this fame because he's putting I could ask. I think it's a marketing. Employee. He's very smart. Yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. It's all marketing. Okay, yeah, yeah I, I, would, I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I think the way he words it, yeah, but you, don't you believe that he thinks like that? Oh, of course. It's like he sits up here and says this, but he's not gonna when he's talking to the girl, he's not gonna be like, oh, right. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, but yeah. I do, I do, I, I think, I think he, a lot okay. of things. He knows how to read the room because, yeah. like, if you if you listen to when he originally came out. And his message now, it's the same message. It's just worded differently. Mm-hmm. And that's what I learned real nicer. quick. Yeah, it, it, it's it's more politically correct now. He has to be because he keeps getting taken down. Yeah. Be a little careful. But, and, 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 but that's really smart, though. Like, he's still... He's con- a brilliant man. He, he's still conveying the same message. He's just doing it so much better now. That's all. So, shout out to him. As far as Jordan Peterson, I, I love everything about that dude, bro. He, spe- he speaks the truth. You know what I mean? I have his book, 12, uh, 12 Rules for Life, and that's a great book. So um, that's a that's a really, really smart guy. You know who he is? No. 
Jordan Peterson? No, that's why I said that's oh, what I was talking about. I, I gotta put you on to him. I he's he's amazing. You know who he is, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, cool. we play him all day. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, we play literally all day. I be listening to that sh- to him all the time. So, uh, shout out to that. Uh, someone else said, um, Eric, have you been in therapy? Yeah, bro. I already I already touched on that. G, I have been in therapy two sessions. I don't think I'll go back for a third, but I tried it. Um, I had a mandatory session one time about alcoholism, and I was like six. Why was it mandatory? It was, from a, it was from a DUI. I got out of it, but oh really? But they made me do that to get out of it. Damn, I know. Sixteen so DUI. Stupid. I had to like explain my whole life. Like, did you say, uh, "My name is and I'm an alcoholic"? No, it was just one on one. It was mandatory by the court. Okay. In order for me to just like gotcha. get off of it, whatever, I had to go there. We didn't even talk about alcohol at all. We talked about my my friendships. Yeah. If I've ever been in love before, it was bullshit. Like, yeah. It was stupid as shit. I you didn't think it it benefited you? Nah. No. Because it was that's, all shit I already knew. That's interesting. Uh, Conceda says don't stereotype. Were were we stereotyping? She was like giving you a psycho- psychological analysis. Oh, okay, gotcha. Conceda's always backing me up. Shout out to you, Conceda. Uh, let's see. Girls, correct. Uh, he said the girl is correct. Men love more than sex. Um, if she gives me random back rubs without you telling her to, big W. W W. And then uh, that that is a big W. With lotion. <laughs> With lotion. You know, the past <laughs> two girls, bro, that been on the show, I'm like thinking, like rethinking, like girls and all and all. Why? The last girl seemed like a unicorn. Yeah, it was bullshit. But that's the thing. It's like I feel like every girl. Sorry. I feel like every girl um, has the ability to be a unicorn. What's, what's what? Not what are you No, like for instance, right? Okay, bro. I'm saying like if a girl really likes a guy, she will do stuff for that guy that nah. she wouldn't do for anybody else. I agree. I agree. Unless you think like you think you Savannah's gonna do, you gonna give everybody a back rub? No. Okay. Bro, she, bro, a unicorn the girl, though, bro. She said she didn't do anything wrong in a relationship for eight months. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. I don't That's know because bullshit. even if it's not her fault, like she obviously got her look back somehow. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, bro, she's bullshit. I don't know if she never did anything wrong i wouldn't I, that's hard bro how do you not do anything hey, wrong yeah exactly you know bro, but but i like I, I think for the most part like when we have women come in here like bro everyone that's come on has been super cool yeah you know what i mean and and that's what i mean is like i think every woman for a specific guy can be kind of like a unicorn you know what i mean i don't know what the I fuck you're the, talking about the pro- the unicorn? like perfect here, uh, here, yeah here's the problem though it's like it, let, let's say you, you know, you're dating some guy, right? And you want to give him those back rubs that, because you think he's special, mm-hmm. right? But that guy's going to be like, well, how many other guys have you done this for? You know what I mean? Like, it, we talked about that in the beginning of the show when we were talking about why do guys care if a girl has slept with 10 guys or one guy? Because even if a girl says, I've only slept with one guy, that's still going to bother us. Because you're going to assume she's lying as Pers- well. Personally, I don't give a fuck. If she gave me back rubs, that's the last thing I'm thinking, bro. Oh, she's giving another guy back? I don't give a fuck. If you really... <laughs> that's, that's if you really okay, if you're just meeting her and she's giving you back rubs, you may not care right there and then. But if the, the more serious you get with her, you're going to be like, damn, now I really got to worry. Because now you're... Invent investing into her. If you're thinking about taking her seriously, you're gonna be like, "Oh, well, how many guys has she been with?" It's always gonna come back to how many guys has she been with? How many guys has she it's done this for? Like this. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, like I said, because you can meet a girl and she'll do that for you the first night, 
Most girls won't. Most girls are not going to give guys back rubs right. off the first night. Because both people have an agenda. They're not there. Yeah. So, I mean, that, personally for me, that, that's just what I think, though. Um, what Any other ones, bro, that I missed? Uh, your Meshi says Jordan Peterson uh, rejected FNF's offer to be on the show. Instead, his daughter came on. Blanc said the girl would smash Andrew Tate if he DM'd you on IG. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker must not know me hell fucking no alright uh, uh, Supercharge X says any girl can be a unicorn you a simp I guess I'm a simp bro I guess he he didn't he must have not heard what I said I said any girl can be a special girl to, to one guy if she thinks he's special but then the problem comes in is like for instance if a girl says if a girl starts doing shit for me now I'm like okay cool I like all this stuff that she's doing but how many other guys has she done this with? That's always going to come to the back of my mind. Yeah. I mean, if you want to call that simping, bro, you know, call it simping. I, I really don't care. But um, that's just what I think. Men who use the word simp are like but 13. That's kind of a, well. don't you think that's like a self-defeating thought to have? What, which one? Like thinking about how many guys she's done it with. Here, here's the thing, right? And you should understand this because you don't bro, you're 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 Muslim, right? You're Muslim, right? She's doing it in general, like that's better than the girl who's not doing it. No, I, I understand cool, that. You you're not gonna think about it once. No, no, no. I, I okay, I understand what you're saying, Omar. What I'm saying is eventually when you start to take that girl seriously and you're thinking about like getting into a long-term relationship, having a future with her, having kids with her eventually even thinking about marriage it's gonna you're gonna wonder can i take this girl out down the street and has she done it to the guy that that's gonna be at the bar with me you know I what i mean with that. so it's like i mean that's all i'm saying i guess but it's like i'm just talking about the action itself is something you want in a person yeah we want it but we're gonna think about it but yeah personally never been in a relationship when it once it gets that like right to that point where i'm thinking about yes yeah, i give her a relationship or not i'm thinking in the back of my mind all this shit she's done mm -hmm. to prove that she's a good girlfriend who has she done that uh who else has she done this right with? that can't be your initial thought for everybody you meet though i mean not, at first of course yeah, no, no, put a guard either. up yeah. think about yeah. that that's yeah. fine but like if a woman is constantly proving herself to you mm. Like, it's okay to think about that, but I think when you, once you ask a girl that, she immediately goes back to her past. Like, personally, if I met one guy I love, like, regardless of my past, first of all, I don't even choose guys that ask about my past, first of all, but if I do, like, I'm going to constantly, every day, prove myself to that person to the point where that they don't even have time to think about that. Mm -hmm. That's how it should be. If you have time to be, like, or, like, thoughts in your mind, she's probably not the right person mm -hmm. for you because the right girl is going to do all of those things right and make sure that you're assured daily without reassuring you with words. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's where guys kind of don't think about that. It's like, oh, what's she done? Why do you have time to think about that? Yeah, I mean, I agree. Right. <laughs> hey, any other ones, bro? Yo, shout out to the chat, by the way. You guys are amazing. Even the haters. Um, says, Eric is right about wondering how many guys she's done this for. Der David Jones says, both genders have moments of insecure thoughts about the other person. That's true. Because women have that shit, too. Insecure. Hold on. Insecure. What, what's in? What do you mean by that? Things about yourself you don't like, or things that you've done. As, that you don't like, like from a bro, women also have insecure insecurities about men. No, no, no. Okay, for our standpoint, like mm -hmm. insecurities, like what do you mean by insecurity? Like when you're in a talking stage and you're courting people. Yeah. Women also have insecurities. Can this guy provide for me? Can this guy pr protect me? But for us, is this what guy? Would it be? What for men? Yeah, for men, it, oh, oh, for men, we're never thinking, can she pay my bills? 
We're never thinking about that. We're never thinking if I go out to a bar and I get into a fight, is she going to help me fight? We're never th- We're always thinking how many guys has she done this with? How many guys has she been with? Is that insecurity though? Bro, I mean, yeah. it, to if you were confident, it's like, this is my woman now. I'm going to treat her right. And she's not going to do that to me because I know how I treat her. I don't want you to, I don't want you to take the word insecurity and think of it negatively. It's not a, no, 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 it's no. not a bad thing. I, I want, know, because I'm, you can be insecure about something. It doesn't always have to be negative. Hear my right? logic though. I'm saying like, if I, if she's showing me slut tendencies, how's that being insecure? Like she told me some slut shit like, oh, I have 18 bodies, but now I'm, I'm not. Right. No, that's good. different. That's understandable. Like, yeah, like, okay, like, that's what I'm saying. That's factual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, the one thing, like for instance, right. I, we talked about this what like today and yesterday. I haven't really been going to the gym as much as I want to. Yeah. I can be insecure about like not being uh physically fit like I want to be. Okay. That's not necessarily a, a negative insecurity. That's just an insecurity. You know what I mean? If anything, I'd say I'd say it's, it's a insecurity positive. for a benefit. Right, right, right. Is what right. It is. Um Okay. Yeah. I get that. Okay. But yeah. in, in general, I think men and women uh deal with things differently. Like so we, you have like multiple insecurities. Uh, what, what do you mean? Everybody. Like right now? Yeah. yeah, I mean, we all have insecurity. Insecu- no, 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 multiple, like more. Than oh yeah, one. everybody yeah. does, even if you don't realize it. Relationship, friendship, insecurities. I fit. could name like five. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's. I mean, that's what I, I was asked the question. I, I have more than yeah. Um, any other ones, bro? Uh, no, not really. Someone said some therapists are definitely clueless, like rookie public defenders. I have a question. So uh-huh. You would put that uh, insecurity on your woman, though. What do you I think mean? it naturally, naturally kind of goes towards woman if you're if you're that close to her. Because I mean, when you're surrounded by somebody that's constantly like a downer, or like okay. this complaining, like it rubs off on you. If you're mm-hmm. around them enough. Gotcha. I guess one of my insecurities would be like I have a trash ass uh, like work ethic. Like I feel like I have a good work ethic, but then I see certain things I'm not putting in place. So I'd be like, oh damn, like that's your sign to find another woman <laughs> that has that that could. <laughs> like you like me personally i can't do a thing that doesn't work out yeah because like how are we supposed to motivate each other that's my insecurity i stopped working out i was big i stopped working out and i look fucking dainty and tiny and that's what i'm insecure about that's like my main one that's you're insecure about being, i came from the gym you're insecure about gaining weight no losing weight oh losing weight huh most girls are insecure about that yeah okay cool cool uh any other videos bro Okay, we're done. Um, chat, if you guys have any other questions, man, go ahead and uh, write them now. We'll go ahead and read them since we're about to close out. Um, any closing statements from you guys, man? Someone said they're distracted by my socks, bro. Come on. <laughs> Someone's distracted by... Uh, someone said, what kind of value will this podcast be focusing on? Uh, it's just random conversations or current events. Uh, that's a good question, Supercharged. So we just started this podcast two weeks ago. Uh, it's, it's a comment I was just... I'm, I just no, 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 read it. I'm, I'm just reading uh yeah bro it's 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 just it's a brand new podcast we just started two weeks ago bro we actually just officially came up with the weekly schedule uh yesterday we focused on money today we're focusing on trauma so um hopefully you guys stick around and you subscribe to that so you can keep up with us um blank says this podcast will be on spotify yeah it will be bro it will be on spotify we're working on that right now like i said we're a brand new podcast bro we haven't been out for years like a lot of these you know other podcasts so uh, Basil, if you need a girl to motivate you, you are in big trouble, brother. He's got me as a friend. <laughs> Do that for him. <laughs> Shit. No, I don't need a girl for motivation. I don't seek. You don't need from it. Anyone? No, I don't seek any motivation from anyone because no one, no two people are the same. It doesn't matter if you're twins or not. 
it's stupid to try to get motivation from a person or a thing. Personally, I have my villain, and my villain is someone uh, is me, but that he does everything that I want to do in, uh, in the day. Work out, he gets all the bitches, he goes to the club, work, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. And to beat that villain, you know, usually in a, a villain story, the villain is the strongest person at the beginning of the story, beating the shit out of you. And until the end, uh, end of the story, which is going to be the end of my life, I won't be able to beat that villain. It's a really good way to put it. I really like that. Uh, Someone said, keep bringing Savannah on, please. Yeah, shout out to Savannah, man. She actually didn't even know she was coming on today. Um, she just came on. She's, you know, amazing as always. So we definitely hope to bring her back. Um, If you don't speak Farsi, she ain't one of them. Uh, what's that mean? Farsi is uh, so I'm Persian, so like mm. my family all speaks Farsi, but I don't. Is that is that what the language is called? Yeah. Farsi. Mm -hmm. You speak that? I don't. My whole family does. Really? All my brothers, my parents, and then I don't. You don't know any. They never taught me. So you don't know anything I don't know at all. Any. Not even like, hey, how? When are I you? was like 13, I could write the alphabet out. Really? And say I can't anymore now. Uh, what gifts you? What gifts you get from men? That's usable. No, no money, no issue. Uh, conceited. I guess she's talking about Christmas. Uh, get your man something. Something personally for me, I don't like shit that costs a lot of money. I like like things that mean something to me. You know what I mean? That's acts of appreciation. Yeah, like for instance, like my favorite sports team. Get me a jersey from them. It's not right. so much that the jersey has to be six hundred dollars. It's just that's my favorite team. You know what I mean? Something that that hits the heart. Um. I want you to do some like weird shit, like notice something that I didn't even notice about myself, or you even you. Uh, I didn't realize. Yeah, you I love that. Yeah, yeah, I love that. When when girls and girls are really good at like seeing what men need. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because girls, bro, girls study us. Hell yeah. We 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 don't pay as much attention, but they do. They're really good at that. Yeah, we do. Uh, David says, yeah, Savannah needs to be a regular guest. Yeah, man, you guys gotta convince her because uh, she's always busy, so she's always traveling too. Uh, Kman says, I'm traumatized. The check, she's hot. Wait, did I read that right? I'm traumatized. The check, she's hot. I think she's talking about you, Savannah. The check? The check, she's hot. Oh, he thank must, you. Yeah. She says thank you. Uh, Savannah needs to tell us some celebrity finessing stories. Uh, you got any celebrity finessing stories? No. No? <laughs> guys, um, nah. she doesn't date any celebrities, guys. She probably has a whole bunch asking, though. Um, Anwar, you... Recruitment is sorely missed on FNF. Chris lazy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I need to start reading these before I read them out loud. Bruh. Um, Eric, what would you do if a woman asked you to buy her Plan B? Um, damn, bro. I I think if if a woman asked me to do that, then I put myself in that position. You know what I mean? Oh, unless it was. If, if, are you saying it's a, like a random woman? Would you do if a woman? Would I do it? Like someone you had sex with yeah, previously, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like she, she goes home the next day or whatever. And then like two days later, she's or one day later, she's like, "Hey, like I think I might be pregnant." I mean, sure. the girl again, I again, that's my that's my fault. That's my responsibility. So it's fifty bucks. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. If I think another fifty bucks girl, is fifty I'm bucks. Offer it. I look. I know you make hundred k a month, but you know some some of us over here, we we Dude, that was <laughs> lower. She makes way more, <laughs> way more than a hundred. You know, she, some people are are rich and some people are not. So she's like, "Oh, it's fifty bucks." But 
but if it's gonna affect your future oh for sure for sure yeah yeah but then again it's like for me uh, all jokes aside if i put myself in that position i'm responsible for that you know what i mean i agree but i think also some women are so money hungry that 50 dollars just because it's just like they're gonna want you to venmo them or whatever you should go buy it but 50 bucks it really in this day and age 50 bucks is not that much money for being honest have you uh had a girl like actually take a plan b Oh me? Yeah, yeah. Why are you doing that? Hell to me, yeah, bro? you have. Why you? Why I'm you taking one? It's nothing to be ashamed of. Why are you it doing that? It was with somebody bro? that I was in a relationship for four years. Like, yeah, no, I, I, I've had that happen before. Yeah. I, I did it, uh, once, but like, and I took it out and handed her, and I made her like put it in her mouth. So hard to open. So. Yeah, I I wasn't playing none of those. So, uh, someone says masculine burden of performance. Lol. Uh, go to Kaiser. They're twenty four. What the fuck is Kaiser? Is that insurance? I don't know. Oh, uh, you thinking like Pfizer? Pfizer. Kaiser, that's huh. vaccine. Nah, Kaiser, Kaiser is like a doctor's place, isn't it? Kaiser, yeah. yeah. All right, shout out to Anwar for always knowing the shit that nobody else knows. So $24 for anybody out there that wants to. Oh, that's conceited. That said that conceited is it. $24, fuck that. I'm not <clears throat> uh, that's a good question. Uh, uh, Someone said, Eric, what's the podcast schedule? So our podcast schedule is Monday through Friday, bro. And it is, uh, what, 7... 7.30. 7.30 p.m. And then we have a 10 p.m. Uh, every single day, Monday through Friday. Yeah, uh, I apologize for uh, keep switching the time. So that's my yeah, problem. guys. Uh, sometimes we have to work with the guests that are coming on. So, you know, we try to coordinate appropriately. Eric, have you seen the video? A simp donates 75K to a more... I don't know who that is. As a gift. Amaranth. Holy shit, bro. 75K? Um... Shout out to him if he's able to do that. That's a lot of fucking money to donate. And where did he donate that at? Because I'm pretty sure there's like a threshold. So holy shit. Um, but yeah, guys, you guys are still coming in with the comments. Uh, I'll let Savannah say something before we get off here. I don't, I don't know if she's sticking around any longer. I think she has to go. I know you guys like her a lot. So I'll let her uh, say something to you guys before she goes. And then we'll close out here. Thank you all for joining. And thank you for having me. I love all of you. Uh, yeah. And someone says this podcast is growing quickly. Yeah. I appreciate you, bro. Two weeks in and we're really grateful for all you guys. Uh, we're going to keep it transparent. Um, you guys should collab one day. I don't know who you're talking about, brother. He said the whatever this and the whatever. Oh, the whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, send us a link, bro. Eric, what video game do you play to unwind for women? Uh, David, this is the last question I'm gonna take, bro. I used to be a big call of duty fan. Call of duty, call of duty, call of duty. Black 2k. I don't, I didn't really play 2k or Madden. I, when I was younger, I did. I, so I grew up playing Halo. Halo was like the first game I ever got into. You know what Halo is, right? No, no it's you a shooting. Halo is no. So H- no. Halo is a shooting Better game. Well, I don't really play video. I just play. Halo is is like you kill aliens, but it's it's like Call of Duty in the future. Yeah, I I did that, and then I started to uh to play Call of Duty. Once I got into Call of Duty, I'm a very I'm a Libra, right? Not that I believe too much in that shit, but like the the you know the scale, it's one way or the other. It's like you're an extremist or you're you're either all in or you're all out. And so when I ever go into when I go into some shit, I do have that personality trait where I go all in. When I went into um, Call of Duty Black Ops, I was like I bought the most expensive like Astro A50s, I bought the Elite controllers. Like I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna be a gamer." And I used to play hours of video games so i used to but that became really toxic so, so I you felt like the character um you know what i liked about video games it was that i used to beat people so badly in those video games and it it felt good the it competition felt good bro. and it took you away from what's going on yeah. in the uh, irl it, bro it it feels so good to like make people look so bad even if it's just a video game 
because I'm very competitive. And like sometimes there's like really good players on there because there's people that keyboard and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's what I learned is eventually I was spending so much time in it. And I told myself I wanted to use that same competitive nature in real life because I was never going to become like one of these famous Twitch. It's the competition for that is too fucking crazy out there. Everyone's doing it. And unfortunately, I wasn't a pretty girl who, well, fortunately, because I don't want to be a girl, but, you know, like girls on Twitch, they go on there, they they dress a little, you know, a little skanky and they, they get 75K donated to them. Yeah. It's really easy for them. You know what I mean? For guys, it's a lot harder. So I just decided to take that, that same um, energy and put it into the world. And that's what I did. I came to Florida. And I've been here for almost what, like six months now. And me too, six. I feel like I've been doing pretty good. So, damn, yeah, you've only been here for six months. Wow. I just, good like, for I you. Came and I was like ready. I had all my plans, and I just acted them out right away. Good for you, um, guys. Thanks again for um, for coming on and staying with us. Um, we're gonna go live again in one hour. So we'll see you guys then. Take care, guys. Bye. <laughs>